You're listening to Endgame with Kyla Brettel and Rob Law, a podcast about our hearts and minds on climate change. What does it take to get a small town in country Victoria, Australia, to admit they have a climate problem? Heather Cummins and Laura Noonan talk about their experience starting up a local climate action group called Masset and getting momentum behind a petition to declare a climate emergency. I'd like to now welcome Heather Cummins on stage and she will speak about the origin of the petition that Masset started. They're speaking here at an event in 2019 at a time when the school strike for climate marches were firing like neurons in a Mexican wave across the globe. Good evening. Um, I'm Heather. I'm a violinist and a music teacher, and I live here in Castlemaine with my partner and my beautiful two kids. And I have to say, as a self-professed introvert, I would really, quite frankly, rather be anywhere else. (laughs) Um, But it's lovely to be in a room with you beautiful people, and thank you for being here. But this is a common story, is it not? People who would rather be at school, at work, with their families, and yet are becoming involved. It was back in June in a fit of quite deep post-electoral despair in realising that the timeline for climate action outlined by the IPCC was terrifying in its urgency that I sought ways to get involved. It was a very, very new space for me and I, you know, to that point, mm. really not done anything and always stood back and watched Climate Flags and Man Alexander Sustainability Group and just all these extraordinary things that were going on in the town and had not felt that I could contribute or that I had anything to contribute, had not felt that my knowledge base was broad enough. But that moment feeling so important that it just felt that everybody needed to step up and do something. That's what Heather and I really bonded over, both sharing that sense of, my God, something has to be done. I have to do something. I feel like it was really a bit of a selfish starting point. You know, it's that typical action being the antidote to despair and being fed this line over and over when you're clearly presenting to everybody who knows you as being a, you know, a wreck. <laughs> um, it's, um, it, it is the obvious pathway and it does heal. And what appealed was to the potential to start here in Manor's and which really feels like a heartland of climate action. So much incredible work that's been going on for so long. And it would also allow us to contribute to the already robust community in Mount Alexander Shire wanting to support council in moving the community forward on climate action and emissions reduction. So together with a few other passionate Mount Alexander Shire residents, Masset was formed, and I just want to tell you a little bit about what we've been doing. Um, In one of the clips, Heather, you you have this incredible list of all the actions that Masset did. It was crazy. I'd sort of gone in thinking I can do a couple of hours a week and it turned into every waking minute. (laughs) It was really Um, intense. Yeah. Well, you were both really thrown into the deep end. I think there was definitely moments for me where I just thought, what the hell are we doing? Can we? Can we pull something like this off or, you know, be part of it? Um, really terrified, like to the point where, you know, I would totally like get the sweats before, <laughs> before Greenpeace meetings. Like I remember saying to Laura, I, something like, you know, broken through enough comfort zones, <laughs> um, <laughs> enough now. And that was sort of two weeks in, little, little did we know how many more <laughs> layers we'd need to shed. And then I guess that's, that's the momentum that you get. It's, it's like, well, I can't walk away now because I've got my buddies here and I'm, uh, you know, started something. The, the thing I learnt was that we, we can overcome 
individual challenges that we didn't think we could overcome and we might actually enjoy ourselves along the way. In a mere 12 weeks, we've established a core group of eight and a wider group of 18 who are working to elevate climate awareness in the community. We've collected over 1,800 petition signatures, compiled an extensive resource kit of Yeah, and then with the people who then joined Masset, we had some climate elders, <laughs> I guess, you know, some really extraordinary people who had been in the game a very long time, who brought a lot of environmental wisdom, but also a lot of emotional wisdom. And it ended up just being a really beautiful experience, I felt. Mm. You know, it moved me from a place of, you know, dread and despair to a place of, you know, feeling part of something meaningful. That was an incredibly warm space. There was an open acknowledgement of how serious the campaign was and how serious the issues were. So that was a safe space to be working in as well, just to have that openly sort of at the heart of everything we did. But I guess it brought me back to a space of being able to feel joy again. The peace and the joy actually comes from connection and from doing and from being part of um, everything that needs to happen. I'm interviewing Heather and Laura online in 2020, a year after their petition triggered our local council to declare the climate emergency. Only now we're at the start of the pandemic and the world is locking down and we've lived through the black summer fires that decimated the east coast of Australia. It's been really interesting going through, you know, the town hall footage and and revisiting that time and it's hard not to contrast it with now because there seemed to be so much energy and so much momentum, like in a way that feels we've almost lost it like now we are in a well we're not in an emergency we're in a disaster (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I feel like it's coming in waves and that there are just layers of understanding being built into the human experience that's my sort of (laughs) what I'm choosing to (laughs) interpret from this time (laughs) Um, but you know there's been a lot of discussion that you know fantastic Castleman Commons show that's sprung up in the last couple of months there's just been really interesting discussions going on about what people have learned, what, what are we learning about how we want to live, how we want to consume, how busy we want to be, what knowledge is, what um, knowledge we're not drawing on in the way that we live. Yeah, it's that necessary shift, I think. It's almost like that, okay, well, now we're, we're starting to or we're being forced to live in or begin to live in the way that we actually do really need to. So I feel like, you know, those that incredible energy of the climate march period has changed, but this feels like a necessary next step to me in terms of how we, you know, sort of integrate all the understandings that we need to, you know, with Black Lives Matter, Kazaman allies decolonising, springing up as a new group. I feel like more pieces of the puzzle needed to come together to have more meaningful progress. And that while that, you know, tangible thousands and thousands of people in the streets energy has been lost, different sorts of energies are bubbling away and, and rising. Thank you for listening to this sound work, co-produced for the Endgame Story site by myself, Kyla Brettle and Rob Law. To find out more about this show, the project, or to listen to more, go to our website, endgamepodcast.net